It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. listeners for those um listening to a news post order podcast under the touchline trucker banner um welcome to a little bit of a dejected recording um i'll be a host expat and i'll try and bring as much energy as i can and as will my lovely co-host ohio macho man firstly um how you doing i'm good man um obviously it was a very disappointing evening on the pitch, but uh, I've had some recreation activity that has put me in a better mood. So, you know, we just we'll we'll try we'll we'll get into why we're so dejected though. Deep down, we're quite we're quite we're quite dejected. Yeah, we should be high in spirits, um, amongst other things. And yeah, we're we're not. Um, I think it was the performance more than anything, and we'll get into that. Um, see, going into it um had four extra days off i think it was 12 days between our last match and this one um players got a well-deserved rest in my opinion like it's easy to look on the performance in hindsight i think but um the rest definitely needed with the amount of injuries and illnesses we had before but initially i guess when the draw was made like did you 
feel confident knowing we'd be going into it maybe without Madison and definitely without Sun. Yeah, I feel like even with at the time, you know, like when we said when when you just said the draw was made, we thought they were going to make it. I did feel like we've we've beaten City enough times. Fairs play in a completely different system, which probably you know allows a lot less open room for defensive error compared to compared to now. Um, but I still felt you know confident in the way Ange could help could make us play. Anyone who was filling in in any role that they weren't overly familiar with when playing for us, even like you know Kulu at ten or Emerson and Davies and whatever, it kind of felt like this team was good enough to be more than the sum of the parts, even if we went into it without Son and Madison. Obviously, Son has been key in like almost every City game we've had. Um, but yeah, I still thought we could do it, even those players. I think, like they say, it is the hope that kills you, to be honest. So I'd say because I felt like we could have done it even without some of our better players. Obviously, Madison only got a certain amount of time. That's what makes it a bit more annoying. Yeah, and... Um... I mean, I felt confident going into the game regardless. I saw the draw as like a, almost a, like a bit for free here. We get the holders in the fourth round. There's not that much pressure on us. I mean, we've been going out to championship sides for the last few years. So what shame is there going out to the holders and probably the, the best team in Europe, right? And um, I don't know. I just always fancy us at home to City. Um, anyway, and then you got Ange in um, the press conference and the admins on the Tottenham social media pages really teasing Madison, probably going to be starting. Ange was saying he'd been training all week, and okay, that gave me a bit of a bit more hope. Um, started on the bench, but Kulizewski came back to play 10, like you alluded to, and yeah, we we did not start off well. Um, City just managed to just smother us from the first minute onwards. They were really good at knocking it around and beating whatever press they put on. I thought it was quite clever of Pep to... It was almost a common sense decision by Pep in a way as well, where he had Oscar Bob and Bernardo Silva tucking in as attacking midfielders to kind of occupy a doggy and Poro and I felt like that worked well even though we tried to use Poro as an outlet to build from the back but even when it got out to Poro it normally just go verting down down the middle and then straight out to Poro and um yeah we just couldn't capitalize on openings Man City would still knock it around didn't create too much outside of the offside goal but always looked like a threat and we were just really, really poor at getting out. Um, other than like a five-minute phase, I think it was in and around like the 30th minute where we actually looked like we were starting to find some openings on that right-hand side um, because um, one way or another, they completely locked off our left. Uh, yeah, how did you feel like the rest of the first half played out, I guess, from when we managed to get a little bit of momentum in the game? Yeah, um, it felt like, I think we realised pretty early on we were always going to struggle to control the midfield. I think there was like this five-minute passage of play where every time Kovacic got the ball, he would just glide through the midfield, glide and glide and glide and reset and glide and glide. And I was just like, it, it felt like you were watching the really good kid running through the really shit kids at school just because he mm. kind of dribbled from some Ronaldinho videos. Like, 
that was really disappointing. It just felt like so hell to skelter. I was like, you know what? Not having control over the ball is one thing. I can not not dismiss, but be like, oh, like City are pressing the life out of us fair. But it was lack of control in that. It was lack of control in defensive angles. Some of the closing down angles I was seeing were horrendous. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter that this is like, if you press someone like that from E2, they're going to turn you anyway. Press someone Sunday leave like that, they're going to turn you anyway. Why, why are you not pressing like people who, like Bruno Fernandes, we were pre- like at points we were pressing like Bruno Fernandes that first half. It was crazy. Mm. Um, so that that bit there was disappointing. Then, like you said, grew into it, got a little bit more control. But I think we sort of realised we weren't going to hold on to it very long. And we know with the the low floor of technical quality on our front three, that ball's not going to stick for a sustained period of time. So I think we were trying to you know get the ball get not get rid but play someone through as early as we could considering the city would go with a high line and we've got some burners. Um, but the weight of pass was consistently so bad over here, over here, every, everyone. And it wasn't just, it wasn't just Poro. It wasn't just Kuliszewski. It wasn't just Hoybier. Fucking Romero did one in like 10 minutes for the end. Like it mm. was, um, I don't know what was going on. Nobody could hit a diag. Nobody could hit a curved ball in behind. Everyone's just overhitting everything as if they've never played on those pitch dimensions before. So I think that that was the most frustrating bit that like in Werner's defence, he kept making the run. He kept making the run. Mm. And like... I was pleased with that. Yeah. We were fair play. Like, that's just, I can't... It's not going to be a thing where, oh, like, Werner gave us nothing today. Like, Werner was let down by the passes. I'll, I'll be so honest with you. I, I, I can't sit here and say, oh, Werner, you shit. Or, or, or what some agenda-driven people are going to try and do this week on the socials. But, do you know what I mean? We, we didn't put ourselves in the best position to succeed with any of these passes, really and truly. Um, so I think that's the disappointing bit. Like we played out fairly well um, in that period. We, we didn't seem to be in that too much defensive difficulty. So, yeah, it, it felt very, like, in basically, like, in the Champions League final in 2019, like, defensively, we were just okay. And then the front mm. four just forgot how to play football. That's what it felt like in this one. I very much agree. Um, I think Udogi um, at times typified that for me. Um, I felt defensively he was really, really good. Really good, especially in the first half. And there were times where he had the ball on the left-hand side at least like three times and Werner was making the right... He had seen Walker away really easily. He was still within our own half, so would have been on side. All it needed was like a lofted ball over the top. Wasn't particularly difficult either. And I think Werner would have been at least able to get onto it, what he would have done from there. Who knows? Uh, For what he did do with his um, small involvements in the game, he actually did pretty well. But, um, yeah, I felt like Doggy was taking a lot of extra touches in his passing. And then um, when he did release it, it was just way too long. Um, And then you've also got Kulisevsky, who last time he played as a 10 was all over the place. He was covering ground. He was doing a lot of good first-time passes. was very expansive with his final ball. And could even carry it if need be. But what did you make of his performance today? So Kulazewski, again, he's another one where, just in terms of players, you know when like our people are disappointed because of what they expect from the player? And I was definitely one of those people. I feel like I've really come to appreciate 
his like his ball retention capabilities or like you mm. know winning fouls in certain areas and stuff like that. I think that's a part of the game I maybe didn't appreciate that much before. When I watch how Kulizewski's retention, what that does for the team, in that that regard, considering there was a lot of times he wasn't getting any help, he'd be like three, he'd be like three, three on one, two on one, like he's getting double teamed a lot, pause, like, and he was still doing his his best to retain the ball. So in that regard, was was a good fan of that. But again, he was another one that suffered with suffered with some of the overhit passes. You know, he was getting himself into clever spaces. You know, because he's not the fastest. Um, but yeah, another one whose 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 final ball was 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 pretty appalling today. Um, defensively, good contributions. Can't, I can't I can't really fault. It's it's that's the thing with this team. Sometimes you can't fault the team in terms of the ability until you get to the final third. That whether that mm. be the squad abilities, whether that be because of the way we play sometimes and don't finish or we don't finish our dinner. You know, yeah, it was just lack of lack of quality up front hurt, hurt us, and that includes Kulisevsky, unfortunately. Yeah, it was definitely that. And from top to bottom, it just seemed like a struggle just to build into areas where we could even play a final ball. Um, Charleston tried to scrap away a little bit and um, Brennan Johnson tried. He was found a couple of times, but um, there was a moment in the first half where Werner completely burst away from Walker, was free at the back post. Brendan Johnson tried to clip it into the middle, I think, to Richarlison. Um, and that was his only real moment. There was another moment in the second half, just before he came off, where he managed to spin, I think it must have been Gavardio, and came inside onto his left foot. And then nothing really opened up after that. But, yeah, just the lack of involvement and quality from either side. Well, well again, from... All of the front three. Um, ben Tancur and Hoybjerg didn't help. I thought Hoybjerg was okay until he had two crazy moments of madness. Oh, um, flipping God. Ridiculous. That should have been the game there. Right there. Um, ben Tancur, I mean, he was poor. A lot of... A few of us in the group chat have speculated that he's not great in big games, but I'll, I'll probably just chalk this one down to again lack of match sharpness. Um, again, like his weight in weight of pass in particular was off. Um, he was bouncing uh, little ten yard passes, five ten yard passes, which he usually just keeps and strokes right along the floor. Um, so yeah, he struggled. Um, yeah, then Benton Cohen Johnson came off for Skip and Madison. Um, yeah, I mean, this was, I think, just before Hoybjerg's moment of madness. Well, oh, if we can't trust him anyway, we I think the price of the bricks going to absolutely plummet with him now, where he was actually drawing a bit of interest in this January window from the likes of Bayern somehow, from the likes of Juventus. They, they like a weird transfer. And um, yeah, he he won't be going to the summer. It looks like he's playing his way out of a livelihood. He's playing his way out of a contract. Like this, this is free advertising for you to try and get your move. And it was two of the most. Like I know we, we the thing is with Hoybier, we usually get on him in terms of like the the off the off the ball defending 
in terms of you know the defensive positioning, not or not being available for to evade the press or not tracking his runners. It's usually that kind of stuff we got on him. Like so, the fact we never really get on him for ball mis- makes his mistakes he makes on the ball that like, made it even worse because we're like mm. of all the bad things you do, this isn't usually one of them, and now you've done it twice in forty five seconds. Like it was insane, absolutely insane. But his price has gone down. So down. Yep. It looks like Kanji isn't going to get that Conor Gallagher buffer that he was hoping for. What did you make of Timo Werner's performance overall? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Excuse me while I finish this biscuit. Sips tea. Um, As we were. Um, Werner, I it was a bit unlucky today, to be honest. Yeah, I can't really, I can't, I can't sit here and say he was one of the worst ones because he, you know, he's not going to be the one playing the final ball. He's meant to be getting it on the end of it. Do you know what I mean? Um, I can't really rate anyone in the team over like a five. Really, maybe like a, maybe like six in defense, one or two of them. But you know, I can't re- I can't now save Werner's a three or anything, in, or or or, or a, a three compared to other people. I don't think Werner was our worst player by any means today. Um, yeah, I think the group, the group average of the rating would have been low enough. I think if he had he, he like I said, he kept making the right run, and I have to appreciate mm. that. Make he kept making right runs, kept Carl Walker honest. You know, I think he only got the one view. He only got one one view one of him. But like, who, who wins one v ones with Carl Walker? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. no, like literally no one does. Um, especially his own wife. But um... <laughs> what? <the? laughs> anyway, yeah, he had the love wife. the pettiness. <laughs> oh, he, bro, he's a hot lamb. Let me go off for a second. That man is a deviant, bro. Let me quote it has been reported this guy has regular sex parties at his own yard, at his friend's yard. Everyone knows he allegedly cheats on his babes all the time, but it doesn't affect him. 
it's as if he does the Jekyll and Hyde thing. Like he's Jekyll when he plays for City and he's Hyde at home. It's nuts. But anyway. I don't know how he's still got this pace in his 30s then. Obviously, he keeps himself well conditioned. Um, and a fitness. I, <laughs> I didn't think there was anything wrong with the goal. Personally, I think Ruben Diaz, a little bit of gamesmanship backed into him a little bit, but like it is what it is. Like they had tried that routine a fair few times in the game. Should have been a bit wiser to it. Vicario did get a slight hand to it and then it came off Van der Ven. So you could say he got a little bit unlucky and then, yeah, Ake just taps it in at the at near post. And now, like Twitter, even neutrals on online are speculating, like, or saying that should have been a foul. Um, yeah, what did you think of it? So I think I've seen... Okay, my, my thing with referees, I don't really like comparing mistake to mistake when it's different referees because annoyingly at the end of the day referee is subjective the only thing that is objective about football is a goal and even then that's objective these days right i feel like so with that said i have seen a lot more fouls given for a lot less on the goalkeeper so um, for me, I'm sort of like, look, the only thing you need to look at throughout this whole thing is Diaz, right? Even before the ball, like, has been kicked. Not necessarily for the, like, you know, chest bumping him on the line, that kind of stuff, yeah, whatever. But it's when Diaz now turns, uses his body to block, first of all, which I guess he can kind of do, you know what I'm saying? Then mm. he jumps, but you can tell from the way he jumps, he has zero intention of going for the ball. Like, he literally just, like, jumps in a really compact manner into the keeper. Well disguised. I'll give him that. Mm -hmm. It was well disguised because they gave the goal. And you can see from his elbow placement, he has no... In he's, I'm not saying he's gone to elbow Vicario, but, like, he's put his elbow in a position where it's like, you're not trying to jump as high as you can. You're jumping to be a nuisance. And you have fouled the keeper in the process. So, that said... I think it still would have beat us anyway. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, like, if we had the pair, we'd have another chance. I don't think we would have had a decent XG chance after that. Like, we were, we were pretty bad in and around that point anyway. You know, our front three wasn't clicking. Matters is, like, I think people can't have really expected much of Matters today. Like, he didn't really get the ball much to be. No, he didn't. Even, but, you know, we didn't have enough in the final third to have made a difference if that penalty wasn't given. So... Uh, if the goal wasn't given, sorry. Um, but yeah, but uh, I think Sai made a point in the chat. It's like, you know, we they're the best they're the best team in the league. They're probably the best team in Europe, and they they only scored from a corner. I, I did kind of get that, and the overall defensive side of the game. I'm like, you know what, we defended fairly well. Like Vicaro saved our asses a couple of times, but it doesn't counter how bad we were going forward for me. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say see, our best chance was when Werner did manage to cut in and slid um, Brendan Johnson in. Just Ortega got there just in time. Um, so, yeah, it was a little bit unlucky. Um, but, yeah, just overall, you just get that feeling that we just could have done a lot more with what we had. And alluding to those comments in the group chat, do you think it was a mentality issue? 
Hmm. I feel like... the atmosphere was very loud. I'll give yeah. the fans that. Like it was very good, very loud at the stadium. There was an extra drum, I think. There this mm. one, which I think I heard. Um, and yeah, it's just another cup exit, at, like an early, early stage. Yeah. So with the mentality thing, I feel like you know certain things in terms of um, well, sorry, certain things in terms of that do just carry over like through the club in terms of the mentality. Like Chelsea, they're a lot of their players were changed, but they kept a few core the same and the mentality was always the same. Whereas I feel like, yes, we've still moved quite a few players on, but you can't just expect everything to just switch completely. Like, I think there was always like a little bit of us in the cup, a little bit of something about us going out in cups. I do... I'd, for for the collective amount of people to have been overhitting that many passes does hold weight to the mentality thing. It's like, you know, the, these are the highest stakes we've had all year, boys. How'd you bottle? Do you know what I mean? And I'm not, that's not mm. me, to, that's not for me to say that we bottled it or anything like that, because I think people don't even really know what that means in terms of sports psychology. But, you know, I think it's possible that the occasion might have got to a few of them, possibly. That's, that does concern me a little bit. Um, more so just in terms of us being so bad of our of our final ball passing. Um, but I am just I am gonna be honest and just put it more down to like we were just not good today. We just weren't good. Yeah, um I agree. And I guess it's one to talk though, because I don't wanna give a new young team that kind of tag where you could have quite easily and it would have been valid to to play that label to previous teams for sure, even um, one or two Pochettino performances. Um, yeah, young team which has been put together with a new Loney, like as well, a couple of players just coming back from big injuries. Well, a fair few if you include Madison. It's, it's something I'm on the fence on in that performance. Like, I, I would need to watch it again, but I don't plan to. Um, it was just a shame, like so many players underperformed, and we've got to go and take that exit as it was. Like, I wouldn't have been confident in a replay, don't get me wrong, but it just would have been nice to to see the old playbook be renewed. Like, we had Werner making the same runs that Sun would make time and time again, and they were open and free. Yeah, who knows if one or two of those passes came off. Like, it would have been a smash and grab. Don't get me wrong. Like, Man City were so good. But, yeah, it was just a shame that you just didn't feel like we had a chance. They just dribbled out into nothing. But, yeah, uh, we're out the FA Cup. Fourth round. Um, we play again quite soon. So, hopefully, we can get over the hangover quite quickly. We get a game next Wednesday at home to Brentford. With a renewed Ivan Tony, who um, got welcomed back uh, to starting line for Brentford with Undertaker's music. Great video. Great video. <sighs> yeah, it was, it was a little bit shameless from Brentford. I can't oh, lie, but extremely. I respect, I respect it. Um, and he would score the shameless goal as well. Yeah, how do you see that going? I mean, Madison's got to start for me. 
Yeah, I expect Madison to start, especially with being at home. Um, I think I think Andrew's going to want a fast start. You know, he's going to want he's going to want two goals in that first half an hour. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I do think Brentford have to be respected. They're definitely going to be a better overall team because their best players back. You know, um, unfortunately, I think he'll probably score again. You know, he's. I hope I hope no one else is betting on him scoring any more goals. But you know, he's arguably playing for a move. You know, he's arguably playing for a move. He's, is he's he arguably playing for a move, or is he just outright playing for a move? He, he's playing for a move. Yeah, <laughs> let's call a spade a spade. He's playing for a move. <laughs> he's playing for a move. So okay. yeah, I'm wary. I'm wary of of Tony doing that. Also, let me just quickly say, I don't. I don't think this was 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 covered on main pod or anything. But like. Let's talk about bird dogs. Bird dogs make you look good. They're stretched khaki shorts designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They fit better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. So how do you get them? You go to birddogs.com forward slash pool and enter promo code pool for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com forward slash pool for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. People are doing too much with him moving the ball for the free kick. It's like, is he the first person? No, you... I love that. I wish more of our players did that. You know what I mean? I'm like, and I'm, I'm, I can't lie. There's a part of me that's like, is Ivan Tony the first guy you've seen do this in school? Was he the first black guy that you've seen do it in school? Is that why this? Also, a- that, and I think the whole betting thing, obviously, just coming off that is still mm. like a bit of a stain there. Like, oh, you're willing to do that? Speak out about outright wanting a move and then following it up with moving the thing. Like, if it was any other player, um, but every, sure, every like no one would care. They would be like, "Oh, that was clever. Like that was a bit cheeky, wasn't it?" And then the pundits in the in the studio would all agree. And um, oh god, there was a stat which came out about like players who um, what teams that moved the the foam the most. And um, yeah, like there's so many players that do it for there to even be that that statistic to be there in the first place. I can't remember mm. who was top or bottom or whatever, but I just remember it being there. And mm. yeah, for it to be there in the first place, every, like pretty much every player does it. Like, my thing is, I get it was kind of funny that Ivan Toe did that considering what he just got done for. Like, I get all that. But it's yeah. the way it was like, oh, Tony cheats again, Tony cheats again. I was like, no, you you, you lot are doing too much. You're, you're now doing too much. Like, he's actually served his time. You can't now just keep calling me cheat because mm-hmm. he's Fucking everybody else does. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, can't lie, he's got something for us on Wednesday. I think I I, I loved how I mean if if we were to take anything from the Man City game, I think Van der Ven has something for Tony. Um and this is me banking on like he he didn't look particularly well conditioned against um Against Wolves for Brentford, Ivan Tony um, wasn't running around all that much. Obviously, great finish, but he didn't like occupy like centre halves much like he's kind of known for doing. Like when I think back to his performance at the Etihad just before the World Cup, 
um, last year. Like that was one of the best number nine performances I'd ever seen. It was a far cry from that, and it's going to be obviously with him not being match fit. So I'm just hoping that he's still not fit, and um, Van der Ven can just use his recovery, or Romero doesn't do anything uh, silly. Um, yeah, um, I'm not going to pile on to Brennan Johnson either, but I would like him probably just to touch bench and just be the impact sub with Kulisevsky coming back out to the right, Madison coming back in, and then hopefully um, we can start finding Werner with some some more through balls and um, we're just actually able to regularly create chances from open play again. Because even against Manchester United, like we only really look like scoring from a set piece. Burnley, we scored via a screamer. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you've got any more um, on that in the preview other than maybe a, a score prediction. But I, I I, think it could be quite comfortable. I I, I see us winning 2-0. Um, yeah, and Bremer's still not fit, is he? No, I don't think Wister is either. Yeah. Damsgaard's so... looking quite good, though. Okay, so yeah, those two being out does us a bit of a favour. Mm. Like, you know, you've just listed all the you know results that we've managed to get without our attack firing, and it's like Fares, you know, Richarlison's not necessarily had the best service, the best link up play around him since Son's gone, but and Madison's gone. But you know, the attack is starting to has, has been slowing down quite a lot. Like, you know, we literally didn't score today. Mm. You know? And, you know, I don't want this to just feel like a snowball with the attack where just nothing's really coming off. Um, so, I don't know, like, the, I think we need we we, didn't, we need to score first and we need to score it early for, like, the attack to actually feel like they've got some kind of flow. And I need it to not be from a set piece. I need it to be build-up play and, like, the three attackers are, like, three of the last five people to touch the ball kind of thing so they can actually get moving because, yeah. The attack, the attack can't continue to be this bad with Son out. You know, hopefully, obviously, Mad is coming back easier for him to find people. You know, mm. but he's he's coming off quite. When I read about it, it was like basically the inside of the ligament that attaches to the bone, which which is why even though it looked like such, such an innocuous challenge, it was actually worse than what Van Ven had. You know, so he's going to be quite tentative on 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 his injury. Like it's not like Football Manager where you know you play mm. them six. They're fine for the ne the next ninety. They can. They don't need to get subbed off. Like it's not like that. Like mentally, he has to be comfortable with that with that ankle again. And so it's the same with Van der Ven. Like he's still. We haven't seen Van der Ven run a hundred run at hundred percent yet. This is a hamstring. Like it's, it's mm. literally main engine to sprinting. Like he's not gonna as as much rehab and strengthening that he's done. Mentally, he's not gonna be there for a little bit longer. You know. So I can't just expect Madison to just get us going straight away. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You can only hope. I guess it's the hope that gets you every single time. Um, is there a little score prediction there, or are we leaving it to uh, um, the, the blunt attack? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to um, just because I think Tony will mm -hmm. score. It's just he's just meant to. He's just meant to score in every game until the end of the season, isn't he? So, but <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, we just got to watch him in that set piece. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but other than that, like we do have the means to score. I think if we actually start, ironically, if we actually start finding Werner on these runs, we're, we're going to score more goals. So I'll I'll go with 2-1. I'll go with 2-1 Tottenham. Beautiful. 
All right, well, that'll wrap up um, this shorter episode of um, on this Space Order. It's an impromptu recording. Um, I see right after I lost, but they, thank you for those who have watched and listened. Thank you, at home as well for. Is that available too? Is Sports Social Podcast Network.